0: Atomic Geeks, a podcast covering movies, TV, comic books, video games, and everything in between. So Geeky.
1: Oh, hello, Internet, and welcome to your favorite podcast that you're currently listening to, The Atomic Geeks. We're four happening fellas looking to talk about all stuff geeky. I'm drinking an Amsterdam Natural Blonde lager in my underground lair in the Shangri-La known as Oakville. Let's see who else is here to talk some geekiness tonight.
2: Oh, uh, hey, Internet. About time you showed up, you fucking assholes. Uh, I'm sitting here drinking a Sapporo in Halifax. whoop fucking shit on the podcast. Big deal.
3: <laughs> hey 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 uh, It's Michael di Giovanni, a little more excited in Toronto, and tonight, I am not really enjoying a rogue brutal bitter.
0: <laughs> it tastes like bitter it's uh Andrew Bloom, and I'm just uh, typing into my blog here. Let me just enter I hate all good movies dot com and I'm drinking a uh, big glass of water. <laughs> <laughs>
1: yeah. Oh boy, wow, it's, there's something a little bit different about the the geeks tonight, it sure sounds like, but before we uh, find out what the reason for that is, uh, it looks like we have a couple items for Geek News uh, this episode, and uh, Mr. Bloom, you want to start, start us off with it? No. Okay.
0: Um, okay. Um, well, it was funny because uh, there's a, a new thing on the internet, and everyone obviously knows about the Twitter. Um, Hold up, wait, are all what over. is this? What is this What's internet? This internet that you. <laughs> um, everyone knows about Twitter. There's a new thing called uh, Blippy, and Blippy.com is a Twitter-like site. And I, I just don't—I I don't grasp the whole need to tell everybody what you're doing. But on Blippy, what it does is reports out what you've just spent your money on. So whenever you go out and charge something to your Visa, it pops up on Blippy and says. Andrew just spent twenty eight ninety five at Chapters, and then swipe again. Andrew just spent twenty eight ninety five at Super Porn Store. So, I mean, are we not getting a little bit far here with how much information we need to share with our friends?
1: Blip. What? Who in the first of all? Who in the right mind would actually do that? Have you guys heard of this site or no? No. This is it, the it is. first I'm hearing of
0: it. It's like it's. It looks like Twitter. It acts like Twitter. But it talks about your spending. Who needs to tell their friends this much information about themselves? It'll tell, like, if you do uh, Visa or MasterCard, and then there's certain things, like if you buy something at Amazon or if you buy something um, at a couple certain sites, it posts it on the Internet. Okay, No, I don't mean to
3: sound like a hypocrite because, obviously, you know, as most of the Atomic Geek fans know, we're on Facebook. We're on Twitter. You know, we've all, like, dabbled in this social media, and I'm using air quotes there. Uh, but I agree with you. Like, uh, what the fuck? There comes a certain point where it's like, how much self-broadcasting do we fucking need to do? Like, what? Why such a
0: need to pretend to be
3: famous? Yeah, like, wh- but really, why do you care about what I'm purchasing for. You know, if I'm going out and buying, you know, a fucking box set of the Beatles CDs, uh, you know, I'm going to tell the people I want to know. Like, why do I need the just fucking ambiguous no-names on the Internet to know that? Or why do I care to read what, you know, fucking
0: Doctor Who 73 at Yahoo purchased at fucking Chapters? I don't know. To me, it's like that. You've just gone that step too far now
1: but how do Maybe you earn followers th- like do you earn followers by creatively buying things you know or like that- after a while do you get like addicted like you know oh my god my followers are down i gotta go out and buy some gum uh, cheetos anything now that's what, I, what I, I think would be weird like how you would
2: like uh, even tw- i mean you could say this about twitter like who the fuck would ever want to know what you were
0: doing but who the fuck is ever going to want to know what some stranger is purchasing well it's not and, even I mean, that. that like it, it doesn't it get a little bit scary the fact that you probably have to give some credit card information so then they can do that any time you swipe somewhere right
2: i was going to say i didn't even get to say it. in terms of privacy concerns i would be i would never give some fucking some a bunch of guys on the web like like let's just let's admit the guys who started twitter are a bunch of fucking knobs who still aren't making any money off fucking twitter even though it's a huge phenomenon i mean they're gonna they're gonna sell it and they're gonna make out like bandits but there are a couple of jackasses like us and so, most likely, so are the guys behind Blippy. And all of a sudden, you're going to give them all your financial fucking data and let it be tracked and published on the internet? Get the fuck out of here. Yeah. Yeah.
1: Besides the fact, if your friends are following you and you're doing like Secret Santa, you know, and they check Blippy, yeah, uh, yeah. Thanks for that gift. Way to spend five bucks. <laughs> <laughs> okay, <yeah. laughs> Your your wife
2: is like, hey, he just spent $75 at, uh, you know, the lingerie store. (laughs) I didn't get any lingerie. (laughs) Breaking breaking up marriages since
3: 2010. You know how they always give those, like, fake things? Like, they put those fake addresses if you're buying porn or something on your credit card. You know, Bloom's going to have a lot of... Andrew uh, just spent $47 at Undisclosed Retailer.
1: Undisclosed <laughs> Retailer.
0: <laughs> or will be like, how did he spend $500 at Lynette's Massage Parlor? Like, <laughs> how many keep, times did he go?
1: Why do you keep buying things from the Aries Corporation? <laughs> <laughs> what, what are these guys selling? You should sure buy a lot of it.
0: <laughs> They're actually actually advertising to say you should have one credit card for all of your purchases that you want online and then another credit card for your private purchases. Excuse me, all of my purchases are oh, private, bitch. motherfucker. Get or it. no
1: offense, don't sign up for fucking Blippy. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> well, that's a bit of interesting news, and I, I, I'm just curious to check that out to see what kind of friggin' jackasses actually you know, give that a shot. And hey, um, boom, man.
2: If I'm a geek, I'm Blippy.
1: That's right. <laughs> <laughs> they bought Staples yesterday. Did you see that? Staples and paper clips. Um, <laughs> Mr. Downs, what a bit of uh, geek news do you got for us tonight?
2: So uh, a little bit different. Uh, my geek news is a little bit more on the, on the project side of my life. Um, for those fans who've checked out the website before or I've talked about it before, uh, you know, I built a keg fridge. I used to have an arcade cabinet. Um, I actually have gotten rid of my keg fridge, my home keg fridge. Um, it was <gasps> the kind of – yeah, well, I still have the office one, so I still brew beer. But for me, I, I really realized that for me it's kind of the uh, – the challenge of doing something like finding out on the Internet how to make a keg dispensing system out of a fridge and, and build it. So after two years, I was kind of bored. So my newest project that I thought I would share with everyone, and, and I'll, I'll post on the website as I build it, is called a car And so what this is... Okay, I'm disappointed. Is is a, I, th-
1: I thought you were going to say sex robot, but never mind. Go ahead. Sex robot. <laughs> Unfortunately, I don't have the
2: technology or budget to build a sex robot. Um, uh, uh, so this is a you probably guessed it, a computer for your car. Um, and so what I've got is uh, one of my trades on the Kijiji for, uh, for my cake fridge. Uh, so the thing about my cake fridge was is I couldn't get someone just to come up and pay me $600 or whatever for it. That wasn't working. A lot of people wanted to buy parts of it. And so this one guy offered to, set, to trade for a Mac Mini. Does anyone know what a Mac Mini is? Andrew, you might. It's a very small Mac. Yes, exactly. So it's just, so it's just not a clever name. Not just a clever name. So it's like this. It's it's a a computer that's the size of, you know, a uh, a very tiny plate, if you will. I mean, a stack of CDs. It's tiny, tiny, tiny. So I've got uh, – I ordered today the touchscreen that's coming. So I'm taking out, like, part of my dashboard, putting in the 7-inch touchscreen. You know, I'm going to have a computer and wireless through my iPhone. It's going to be fucking
1: awesome. I'm so excited. You're going to have the coolest yeah. Chevette in all of friggin' Nova Scotia.
0: <laughs> Man, in 78 crashes last year, that's <laughs> it to Blippy and the computer. So no, what, you, you actually, you, one of the reasons why I
2: did this – was because I looked up just to get my iPhone integrated with the factory like Mazda system, you know, uh, with to actually see song names and shit was like three hundred dollars just to get iPhone integration. Well, building myself for about twice that, you know, and with some trades, I can build a full computer in my car. So why the fuck not? See, well, I, I appreciate to to the
3: project of it. Uh, like that yeah you know you wanting to take the time to build it and that's kind of fun i mean and that is cool adding that and i'm really i think it's going to look really awesome when you have that black electrical tape that's going to stick it to your dashboard
2: <laughs> no way i I've, I've got the whole i've already sourced online where you get the whole panel that i have to take out to replace with the touch screen this is going to look like factory let me show let me tell you
3: well you better put up pictures on the website i will I, I
2: will it I will, and I'm kind of, I'm kind of a little bit freaked out because I've never even touched a car stereo before in my life, so this could get interesting.
1: But this will become your car stereo, right? You're eliminating your car stereo. Yeah. So funny enough, one of the details is I have to
2: buy a USB radio. Because one of the things that I'm losing is radio when I put the computer in. So um, there's this company. There's all kinds. It's I love the internet. You know, there's whole communities about this stuff. So I'll link to some of the stuff when I start uh, when I start working on the project now. Um, but uh, tons of guys have done this before, and the whole business around it. And one of the things that I'll be getting is a little USB radio that picks that has like you know. Uh, uh, it used to be in the computer and then it has just a little program that is how you choose the uh, that works with the touchscreen how you choose your stations so
1: and, and don't forget you've got to get that huge spindle of network cable that's going to be in the trunk of the car to, you know when you drive away from your house
2: <laughs> i'm telling you you were never going to fucking even know you're not even going to see this thing.
3: I'm getting nervous, though, because, you know, one wrong move, and your car, you're going to make your car send mint, right? right? Like.
2: <laughs> That's right.
3: <laughs> Carl starts talking to him.
2: Car will be driving. What are you we, doing, Mr. Like Kit, exactly. Starts spraying gas in his face. <laughs> it's going to be like... The Mazda 5 from Hell, because it's a, like it's a minivan, right? So that's what's so cool too. Is a wait a minivan.
3: minute, you're wait. I forgot about that. It's a minivan.
0: I see how you forgot to mention that off the yeah, top.
2: Yeah. You're wait, building
3: a car a carputer
0: for
2: a minivan.
0: Yeah, but that's right. after he gets the rims and the lowering kit. That's right. So,
2: <laughs> hey, <laughs> I got to keep them fucking kids entertained, man. So all those movies I
1: download I will be played <laughs> on this computer. Yeah, that's and then. It's
0: not even English anymore. (laughs) (laughs) And just make
1: sure when you've finally finished it that your wife comes in and pinches your shoulder and says, you've just been pimped. (laughs) That's right. Because I don't think Exhibit will come
2: out to Halifax.
1: You don't think so?
2: This isn't good enough to get the X to the Z? (laughs) (laughs)
1: Well, that's going to be a a pretty exciting uh, look for pictures of that on our internet website, otherwise known as www.theatomicgeeks.com. What are you laughing at?
3: You So much. I think we're five minutes into the show. We've pimped out like 12 of where you can reach us. Websites, Twitter.
1: <laughs> and Maybe Facebook. we should skip that part on the end today. <laughs> we're on Facebook as well. We're uh, right. also on
0: Downs', Downs Carputer soon. <laughs>
1: <laughs> That's right. <laughs> Uh, All right, fellas, uh, let's uh, get into uh, tonight's topic. Uh, It's a new one uh, that I I thunk up, and uh, it it should be a bit interesting. Uh, The the name of the topic is, I would like to call it, uh, We Are Internet Assholes, and, uh, you know, what's that? We're already
0: Internet assholes.
1: <laughs> yeah, I know, but in this case, we are, like, the super Internet assholes. When I say the Internet assholes, uh, the guys I mean is, like, when, when there's something, like, there's a good television show out there or a fantastic movie, you know, highly rated, everybody friggin' says, my God, this is the greatest thing ever, you know, blah, blah, blah. There's always that one fucking cocksucker, a jerk, who basically has to f- find fault with it and just spread his poison all over the Internet. And uh, today on this episode of the Atomic Geeks, we are going to play the role of the internet assholes. But it gets a lot worse. Uh, The subject uh, or the theme of tonight's episode will be movies. And unfortunately, we've got to basically, uh, playing the role of internet assholes, can I say that enough times, is basically criticize some of the, probably the most uh, valued geek movie properties of all time. Uh, and let's see here, just to start, uh, start the ball rolling here, let's start with our first movie. And <laughs> That's right. Okay, so our first movie was released in 1999, and according to uh, Bob Graham from the San Francisco Chronicle, it's astonishing that so much money, talent, technical expertise, and visual imagination can be put in the service of something so stupid. Jonathan Rosenbaum. Jonathan Rosenbaum from the Chicago Reader says, There's not much humor to it to keep it all life-size, and by the final stretch, it's become bloated, mechanical, and tiresome. And the first movie uh, we're going to uh, talk shit about is The Matrix.
0: Let me tell you, I hate that fucking movie.
1: Jesus Christ, it sucked like you wouldn't believe.
0: <laughs> the one thing I have to say that I don't like in movies is computers and karate. So, I did. But
2: well, what I didn't like is how they totally redefined an action genre. You know, I really liked the way things were boring and bland. And, you know, we, we always saw a bomb with the big red fucking uh, countdown timer on it. And every time people punched, it was all the same way. I really didn't like that The Matrix fucked with those conventions. That really bothered me.
1: But let's, I mean, if... You know... <laughs> is this what you wanted to do, Christian? Pretty much. I mean, well... <laughs> I like to think that we probably get a bit more, uh, get some more constructive negatif- negative criticism in there.
3: So we're not we're necessarily sarcastic assholes. We're more like, <laughs> in, yeah, we're just more like we're criticizing assholes.
2: So, like, are we supposed to, is the point of this for us to basically say, pretend I don't, I, you don't like the Matrix
0: and now give me some real reasons as to why you don't? Well, I, I will give you a reason, sir. I, am, I have been on my computer all day. Do I have to do a voice? Um, so, you know the the thing about the Matrix could they push the whole "I'm Jesus, look at me" um, religion thing on us? Like they don't even come up with an original story for this. It's you know, look, I've died and I've come back to life and come to help everybody. I'm Jesus, but I look like Keanu Reeves. The thing is, too,
3: is I all agree with that. Uh, you know, in, this, in some respects, with that uh, reviewer that you meant, that genius from the uh, Chicago Reporter was a Christian. This Girl movie. Reader, yeah yeah like fuck how devoid of laughter and and fun is this fucking movie like how solemn are all these goddamn guys you know and you want, the, you know the thing about the matrix that really fucking flamed my ass was just the amount of fucking flaws and inconsistencies in this fucking movie okay let me get this straight the whole The whole, you know, the whole scheme of Morpheus and his fucking crew was to basically unplug other people from the Matrix to have them to recruit them, if you will, to the resistance. Well, who the fuck unplugged the first guy? How did that happen? How did you, like, who unplugged the first guy? Did that, did the, the cord just fall out of his head or something and he got out of the Matrix? Like, who? how did that all
1: start? It's the big you know? chicken or the egg uh, friggin' question.
3: Yeah, like, it's like, that makes no sense to me. And the other thing is, too, that when you're looking at, like, a little bit of logic here, okay, these guys are walking their way, trying to infiltrate the Matrix, stay away from goddamn, you know, the antivirus, like, the fu- or the viruses, like, the agent. Hmm. We must, let's try to stay uh, inconspicuous a little bit. Let's walk around in full leather fucking yeah. outfits and sunglasses. Yeah, that won't be fucking obvious or anything. Like, what the hell's with the bondage gear that like, these clowns have to wear? Since, since
1: when did since, since when did a resistance group decide to wear all leather and look like they're going clubbing, for Christ's sakes? <laughs> like, what part of the program said, okay, resistance uh, fighters against us are going to wear really snappy sunglasses and black leather?
2: Yeah, <laughs> well, like... Well, and, like, when you're recruited, it, it, like, how is the interview process like? Okay, so what would you like your leather look to be? Well, I'd like to go with all white. Sorry, switch has that. That's taken. Um, uh, Did do, do you have any you long, uh, full, full leather coats? Sorry, that's Morpheus' look. That's already gone, too. Um, we can work something in with a leather skirt with you, maybe. Uh, you know? <laughs> well, there's somebody obviously doing it, because I don't think Neo... I mean, there was that, that scene where he
3: was picking all of his guns. You didn't see him going through a fucking giant walk-in closet picking out that goddamn... <laughs>
1: trench.
0: I need guns, and I need uh, underwear, uh, socks, a shirt, and some leather pants.
1: Yeah, I, I would just like to see one of the guys go, uh, yeah, this isn't working for me. Can I just get, like, a friggin' sweatshirt and some track pants? I want to at least be comfortable.
0: <laughs> be able to move to do my kung
2: fu. <laughs> or, like, a flaming gay guy in, like, plaid suits and, like, totally, like, off, like
3: colors a a mesh shirt with fucking like his nipples pierced and everything
2: (laughs) No, it's the matrix Matrix. i could do whatever i want
1: (laughs) but guys andrew made a pretty good point in the beginning where basically you know they're teasing him as the savior is he the one is he gonna be the one and then at that that point you basically no you're not the one like are we all supposed to fucking believe oh well then i guess they're just gonna fucking trumble around until they find some other fucking guy in black leather pants to freaking save the fucking planet
3: yeah, that well, was sort of an obvious, like, uh, you know, a cliché where they're like, oh, wait, no, he isn't the one. It's like, give me a break, dude. Like, they're, all of a sudden they're going to turn to, like, uh, the side of the screen and go, it's him, Bill. He, he's, the, he's the one over here. It's like, come on, no one was buying that, that he wasn't, that fucking Keanu Reeves wasn't going to be the fucking savior and chosen one, for Christ's sake. So I don't know why that bait-and-switch midway through the film was even put in there. Mm-hmm. Well, to yeah. me,
2: that, to me, this is where... The shades of, not to get on the other two really shitty movies, um, but this is where I think the shades of their shitty storytelling started to seep through, and you, I, we just didn't realize it at this point of the first movie, you know what I mean? It was kind of like, oh, you know, we kind of looked past it because there were some good things, but I wanted to point some other things out, too, that we were talking about, like, you know, this whole idea of, like, uh, you know, the fact that uh, they, they're they waking up these people in the uh, Matrix, it's like, who the fuck t- made you fucking mankind's sir- sir- savior? You know, like, fucking Buddy who decides to go back in the Matrix, I think he's the only fucking smart one in the whole bunch. Because life outside the Matrix is fucking hell.
3: Yeah, man, like, all all. all. you're just running from goddamn fucking spider uh, flying things and getting your ass kicked by Agent Smith. You know whose fault it is? It's like goddamn Morpheus. And can he... Talk a little more nonsense? What the fuck is this guy talking about in this movie, man? Like... Captain Riddle all the time. <laughs> Jesus Christ, you pretentious prick. Like, I mean, what the hell? Like, can you just talk to me instead of always speaking in goddamn tongues? Yeah.
2: Well, and especially, especially to talk like that, and then to be... Gandalf of the fucking sewer people. I would have been like, I want my fucking blue pill back, motherfucker. You are you are the, the king of shit island. This sucks. Gandalf of the sewer people. That's
3: that is awesome. Internet, you know, please I put that out in message boards. Morpheus
0: is the Gandalf of the sewer people. <laughs> <laughs> but, well, but and uh, the thing is, why didn't they do more when they weren't in the Matrix? Like, I don't understand how breaking down the Matrix from the inside, why not Go and unplug people, just like drive to the farm, unplug some people, and get out. They, like, you know what I mean? They have this life on this ship. They can't do anything on it. Like, they're absolutely useless in this ship. The only thing they have is a computer.
1: Yeah, but the, the other thing, too, is like, in, uh, to get back on the fashion tip, here they, they've crafted this freaking uh, uh, stealthy little spaceship that flies around and frees people in this freaking underworld. But fuck all the clothes they can throw together are fucking burlap sacks, for Christ's sakes. I mean, what happens when it rains? Do they just cut out garbage bags and throw that on top of themselves as well?
2: Where did they get that ship, by the way? I that's don't... what I'm talking about. They, can, did... they, got, they got spaceships, but they ain't got a fucking pair of jeans. Like where, did they,
3: where did they get that? Because like, that's not in the Matrix. That's in the real world. The, the, the fucking robots didn't make that because why would there be seats? I can, like only, Far- right.
1: I can only assume it, it's made by ro- ro- I mean, robots in the first place, right? So th- that must be one tough motherfucker who took down a couple of robots and built himself a spaceship to begin with. <laughs> well, but th- it's not just him. There's a whole fleet. So this this must be what was left of the human
2: armada, I guess, before the machines rebelled and wiped him out or whatever. I don't fucking know.
1: Stupid. <laughs> Shit. Yeah, so there and you what
2: go. The, okay, wait a second. You want to talk about story flaws? How the fuck does Mate does fucking Neo die? Die in the Matrix. You're dead in real life, right? And just because Carrie Moss fucking cries, Whisper's, Whisper's, he comes Whisper's, back Whisper. to life. Yeah, That's that that makes no Jesus. sense. he just he just comes wakes back up again. That was
3: bullshit.
1: <laughs> <laughs> and, and this to kind of I mean, put a, and a caper on this is what what about this fucking Oracle? I mean, she lives in the Matrix, so no one is aware of of this friggin like, little safe house for fucking all these freaks, but she lives in the realm of the villain's universe, so to speak. How come they can't find her?
3: Well, that's what I mean. It's so, like, the, it, the, the actual storyline is so kind of mind-bending that there's, it, when you actually think about it, there's so many flaws. Because you're right. Why the fuck is an Agent Smith and them targeting the goddamn Oracle? This is just some... This program is chosen to look like an old black woman for some reason and sit around in a kitchen making cookies. Like, why the hell can't they find her and wipe her out of existence? Like, I don't under... Like... Well,
2: and it, my my big problem with Oracle is why the Oracle got to be another fucking spirit talking bullshit. Like, you know, she makes fucking Neo knock over that vase. And she's like, what's really going to fuck with your mind is would you knock it over if I said something? Why the fuck? You, you got to Yoda be that Yoda bullshit, man. Just say, hey. You're the one, motherfucker. Carrie out, Carrie is your is your bitch, and Morpheus is gonna get fucked up, and you gotta fucking rescue his ass. That's the right, really
0: story. Or say, "What's your fucking problem, bitch? That's my vase.
1: What's <laughs> <laughs> that you?" But like, if I was, well, yeah. I was Neil, I'd be like, "Listen, I just woke up, got out of some goddamn friggin'." Uh, Tube of friggin' whatever the fuck it is. My head was shaved, and now I can do kung fu and I got cool new sunglasses. Just tell me, what do I gotta fucking do? Yeah, I don't need the you're goddamn,
3: what, why we don't need to play no fucking games here and fucking my, like, mind fucking tricks. Just tell me what the goddamn to do.
2: I'm like, Gandalf is already working my last motherfucking nerve, bitch. You better
1: break <laughs> off some truth here, or you're all taking red pills. Yeah, this, is this a fortune cookie factory or a fucking revolution? <laughs>
2: Uh, uh. You know, like the, other, the other thing that's weird too is I thought in the end Why do they need all these guns and shit if they have all these powers like the whole that whole assault on the end I was like Why are they using all these machine guns and shit for really no reason? Can they not just zap in or something? You know what I mean? Like why do they have all these rules that, that some they follow but others they don't? It, it just it really falls apart
3: because guns look cooler I suppose
2: well, that I mean, yeah, it looked good as action, but I was like, I don't think, I not think they needed to blow up that whole lobby.
3: That's I mean, no, I'm not, I mean, please note the sarcasm that was dripping off my words there, because I agree with you. It's like, uh, you know, I got to think me up some fucking guns. Why don't you think you up some underpants? <laughs>
1: <laughs> well, needless to say, I think we're all pretty fucking bewildered how the Matrix you know, could earn an 8.7 out of 10 on the IMDb rating chart. Jesus, what a bunch of fucking morons. (laughs) That movie is no I come in peace with Dolph Lundgren, let me tell you. Tell me about it. (laughs) Let's move on to our next hunk of junk, and let me read a couple of reviews on this. Uh, adds more cosmic cliffhangers than it resolves, and it's not as satisfying as the original. A uh, Star War can be an exhausting bit of business, especially when in the end it turns out to be something of a cheat, says Stephen Godfrey of the Globe and Mail. Or from the Chicago reader, Dave Kerr says, Mainly it's marking time. The, catar- the characters take a definite backseat to the special effects, and much of the action seems gratuitous, leading nowhere. And Vincent Canby from the New York Times says, I found myself glancing at my watch almost often as I did when I was sitting through a terrible movie called The Island. And that's the movie that we're going to start talking about now is The Empire Strikes Back.
3: My God, did I hate this movie. Hated it. Can we seriously
2: have a negative conversation about Empire Strikes Back? You're fucking
3: right we can, man. Have you seen this movie? There is no goddamn ending to this movie. There's not, like, th- this That's movie point, ends goddamn in the middle of the fucking movie. Like, it's, I mean, can can we have some sort of conclusion? Most films, you know, generally have a beginning, a body, and a conclusion. There, this movie doesn't have any of that. It just well, fucking leaves you in the middle of it.
2: Well, isn't this movie more like uh, an ending and then a new beginning, isn't it? Like, you have yeah, the Hoth battle, like that, that whole thing, and then that, that ends, and then they split up. Yeah, right. and Luke goes off one way, and Han and Leia go off another way, and and we don't see him until the very end. There isn't much in the way of story here. I mean, there's, you
3: know, it's just more events happen, really. Like, I mean, in terms of an actual structured film, you are you're start off in the middle of a fucking snow. Everyone runs away and splits up, and then they get fucked over in Cloud City. Luke loses his hand, and then next thing you know, Han is fucking getting taken by a bounty hunter, and the movie's over. It's like, What?
2: Like that's the whole goddamn movie. Well, I mean, I mean, you know, to to, to talk about what you, a couple of things you just talked about there. I mean, on a, on a serious note, I mean, this is a, is a serious downer movie. You know what I mean? Like, let's talk about if I'm a kid walking into this movie Star Wars that I loved. It ends with all these guys getting awards and uh, blowing up that big battle star thing, the Death Star, and then. In this movie, what do we do to their heroes? We, we put one of them into the big hunk of metal and freeze him off and give him to the fucking big fat dude. And the other guy, we cut off one of his hands.
3: Like, yeah, it's definitely by, a
0: down. By his father.
1: Thanks. By man. his own father. Thanks, yes, thanks a but, lot. Thanks for that soap opera twist as well for crying out oh, loud. Oh, and
0: by the way, you couldn't tell me that that was my sister before I made out with her? <laughs> And here's the thing too. Why? Yeah. Why can't anyone
3: tell anybody things in this fucking Star Wars universe? You know, like what they could, to Andrew's point. You couldn't have just mentioned Luke's Leia's your sister. And why the fuck? Obi Wan tells Luke to go to Dagobah, and he goes there. What the fuck is with Yoda not telling him? it's Yoda at the beginning. Why did he have to do that? Like, what was the They just playing with Luke. Oh, yeah, you're trying to see Yoda, okay. Like, pretending to not be Yoda for fucking the first couple hours, he's hanging with Luke. And then he goes, oh, okay, I'm Yoda. Like,
2: Well, I'll tell you what, I mean, let me just say... My favorite Star Wars movie is Fam of the Menace. I mean, I think that's where they got it perfect. And they really did Yoda really, really well there. Um, you know, I, I... It was really hard to say with a straight face. Um, I, I, I just don't think they really had Yoda really good in this movie. I don't think they nailed him. I don't... I, I, to your point, I don't understand. They have never explained why he was acting like a fucking deranged idiot on the beginning of this of this movie.
3: Like, what was he trying to accomplish him? Oh, I got you. Put Luke in a noogie and fuck. Like, what was... I'm like... Why don't you just say, "Oh hey Luke, what's up man?" Like, "Yeah, you were sent here to let's train you." Like, "I I'm I'm of Jedi. I know your friends are in trouble already, but I'm going to waste the first fucking a couple hours while I cook you a fucking, you know, a hot dog over the fire here with pretending to not be Yoda." like yeah, what well and, we... and
2: and well and like and i haven't seen another human being in 15 years since your father <laughs> hunted down and killed our entire race of beings so i'm going to fuck around for the first hour and you know do like what in the mm. fuck does that make any sense and besides so i'm not going to
0: tell you about it and could we get the dumber looking puppets i mean could could this guy focus his eyes once for me <laughs>
1: And Jesus Christ, it's like freaking Luke Skywalker is being trained by fucking Fozzie Bear. I mean, fa- freaking Frank Oz, let's get a, can you give a, a bit of a different voice instead of coming across like Gov- Grover, for crying out loud? And Some, talking somebody about. Somebody good in, in voice and puppetry work, you know, somebody who has a real name. Exactly.
3: And, and how about this? They're talking about how fucking badass Vader is and all this shit. You don't see Luke training with his lightsaber once. He's standing on his fucking head lifting rocks. It's like, hey, guys, how about you teach me how to use this fucking sword and
1: duck
0: or something? As soon as he meets up with Vader, "Uh, this rock thing's not really going to help me. Thanks a lot, Yoda.
1: I mean, what exactly is going on here? I think it was from my understanding, Jedi's need years and years of training, but I guess freaking uh, Luke like it gets in, it enrolled into the goddamn Jedi boot camp for a week or something like that. It's, it's a
0: DeVry of, of Jedi college. <laughs> <laughs> and he does pretty good
3: for, I mean, Vader can't be that awesome. If Luke is some fucking farm kid who, uh, you, know, f- you know, gets trained for 20 minutes by a fucking Muppet lifting rocks, and, he, you know, he does okay against Vader. Yeah, I mean, he only I,
0: loses one hand.
2: He only, uh, Yeah, I mean, come on. Well, by that rationale, though, this Vader guy was a bit of a pussy. Who does he really killed in this show so far? What he choked one guy in the first movie? Is Has he killed anybody since?
3: And that guy was on his team. That guy didn't see it coming necessarily. Like, that guy was wor- working for him.
2: We, yeah, when, when has this fucking Darth Vader guy kicked some ass that we saw to go, oh, we should, we should be afraid of him?
3: Outside of some, you know, every time he walks into a room, he's got some menacing music. I, you know, I ain't seeing too much from this guy. Yeah,
1: but it, what exactly has what, what you done for me lately? Yeah, what exactly is his reasoning with Luke Skywalker? Anyway, you know what? This is what I'm thinking. I think I'm gonna get into a really good sword fight battle with him, and then right near the end, then I'm gonna get, negotiate with him and tell him I'm his father, and then he can you know, join me, and I'm your father. Ah!
3: Yeah, look, like you got to remember, the the point of it was, I need to get Luke to take him to the Emperor. What was the point of fighting him then? You know, it's like, I'm going to kind of kill him, and then take him to the Emperor. He'll guess, just be
0: badly burned.
1: I think I think any g- key to good negotiation <laughs> is actually trying to su- sweet talk the, your opponent first, and then maybe try to sword fight them to the death.
0: Really dead. badly burned. But you and know, and
2: the, other th- the other thing is, too, though, is, why do they even need Luke Skywalker? I mean, if uh, the Emperor has Anakin Skywalker, who eventually is Darth Vader, who's supposed to be the most powerful, what good was Luke Skywalker any? Some punk punk kid who knew nothing about the Force, what is the obsession with him?
0: Maybe they could train him with more rocks. (laughs)
2: He's got those
3: (laughs) rocks. And I love how they, and you know, the funny thing is, too, here, I love how no one's really concerned about fucking Leia. You know the Emperor knows there's a fucking girl. Like, no one can sense her, and no one is worried about her as a fucking Jedi. That's a little sexist, don't you think, here? Like, they're all like, we got to get the boy, man. we got to get the boy. We need him on our side. You might need to kill him.
1: Know, it's he so has su- a
3: sister, whatever.
1: You get Luke. <laughs> it's so surprising for such a sexist movie, too. Anyway, I mean, besides the fact that their they're leading, they're, they're, they're leading man is such a big pussy, again, throughout this entire movie, you know?
0: Well, on top of it, what do they have? one black man in all of the star wars movies and
3: andrew tell me that thank you for that segue talking about another time when people can't help a brother out a little bit here okay so lando is working with the empire and he ap- apologizes profusely to hahn and them after completely fucking them over once they get to cloud city if he knew about this and he genuinely cared why not let Han and them know that when he they land. Why not wink at them? Kind of hold up a sign. Hello, help, get out of here. Empire is inside. Being like, held hostage by Empire on this yeah, T-shirt. Like, I don't know. If Han's your buddy, like... Why the fuck did you let him in and, you know, fucking joke around and let them come in for dinner and get set them up in a bedroom and then go, oh, sorry about that. I really, I hadn't, there was nothing I could do. Well, you could have told him. You could have kind of indicated, you know, to whispered in his ear, you might want to fucking run. Vader is here, man. He's going to kill you, motherfuckers.
0: And don't bother shooting at him. He can stop that shit with his hands. <laughs>
1: <laughs> yeah, what a piece of junk for crying out.
3: The one thing I have to mention, though, it's one last thing, too, that's just pure stupidity is the scene with, that you just talked about, boom, is that, uh, you know, when they're in Cloud City and Han and them are being taken in for, you know, to be basically uh, shown that the Empire is on Cloud City it's kind of interesting how they had set up a meal and Vader is sitting alone in that room at the head of the table <laughs> what is he doing you know what i mean like so that had to have been organized there must there had to have been a point where Vader and the stormtroopers were going well yes bring no bring them into the banquet room i think that would be fitting they'll never see it coming it would be nicer well, Vader, well you know, uh,
2: you know, you know, you know what I imagine is, you know, Vader and Lando and some stormtroopers and the bald, uh, you know, robot, half robot yeah. dude who worked for Lando, all like, in a you know, in a boardroom, you know, toiling over, okay, so how what are we going to do? How are we going to do this? How are we going to trick him? How are we going to bring him in, you know, and they're, they're spitting ball and ideas, you know? I, could, okay. jump, I could
3: jump out from one of the hallways and go, boo. No, 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 no. I think oh, you should do not. something a little cooler. We'll take them to a dinner party You'll be at the head of the
0: table. You okay. see, there's a oh, camera. I like
2: that. I like I like where you're going with this, Vader says. <laughs> there's
0: a there's a camera sitting in there, you see a Vader Lando <laughs> said he'd be five minutes. I've been waiting seven. <laughs> Can I get some water here or what? How does he eat? He's at the banquet table. He's like, I'm sorry, I'm going to have to take off my mask or you'll have to puree this and give me a straw. <laughs> does huge, I really, a huge napkin <laughs> around his neck.
1: <laughs> That's right. We're all just waiting for Ashton Kutcher to jump out and say, you've been punked. <laughs> <laughs> boy, oh boy, that empire strikes back. How that movie Shit. made $8 million bazillion million is beyond me. Now, uh, let's our next movie uh, that we're going to move on to right now is another huge piece of trash that I don't know why anyone went to the theater to see. Uh, According to, uh, once again, the the Chicago reader, Dave Kerr, says this movie travels fast and straight down a linear plot and the the ceaseless rush quickly becomes monotonous. And uh, esteemed uh, movie critic Pauline Kael says, Spielberg's movie was a mere shadow of the Saturday morning serials. It satirized. I'm talking about Indiana Jones and the Raiders of the Lost Ark. (laughs) Let
3: me tell you, I hate this movie.
1: movie. You know know what
2: what I want to say? First, before we get into the movie is, boy... This Dave Kerr guy is a fucking fantastic fucking reviewer. No so far, kidding. he's been spot fucking on on two shitty, shitty fucking movies. Job well done, Dave fucking Kerr. You know,
3: with, let, let's get into this piece of steaming piece of shit, Raiders of the Lost Ark. I mean, can we fucking have any more action? I mean, how much adventure can you fucking pile into a movie within, like, the first five fucking minutes? I mean, can we, like, can we meet some characters in this fucking movie? Like, can, some, can people talk? Can we do a little bit of character development? I mean, people... I, need to, I need
2: to know who that guy is before he's running from that big ball, man. I don't, I don't, he's just some guy.
3: You know, let's be honest. I mean, you know, there's a whole bunch of running and jumping and guns and darts and everything. But this movie is not filled with the most complex of characters. I mean, they're pretty much caricatures of, like, I'm the evil guy and I'm the spunky woman and I'm the, like, you know, it's I'm the big fat fucking friend, goofy friend. It's like, it's not really the smartest written characters in the goddamn world it's just it just you know they're just there to serve the fucking plot and have shit you know like
0: someone fight and fall over every two minutes well how unrealistic is it that uh your college professor can do all of this stuff Uh, and a bullwhip really that's your choice that's what you're gonna pick out of all the weapons you could think of
2: that's what I was gonna say. This guy's a bit of a pussy, hey? Eh? Like, I mean, he doesn't have any muscles. I mean, he can hardly fucking beat up anybody. I mean, I, I don't, I don't really buy this guy as an action hero. Well, needless
1: to say, boy. after that first opening scene, and then he comes back, and we discover that he's like a university, you know, a university professor. I was like, please, I'm supposed to believe this? I mean, this. All of a sudden, this guy, this guy, this university, this teacher, is some kind of world-class adventurer. How? When? Summer vacation? He's like freaking running away and training to do bullwhip and shoot friggin' thuggy guards and shit like that.
3: And why does he need to be a fucking teacher? That's what I don't understand. It's like, clearly this dude funny. would be famous as fuck. I mean, like, the, given how, like, the adventures and shit and the, all the crap he's, caught, you know, found in his life, why, you know, why is he slumming at being a, a professor? It seems sort of unnecessary.
2: Well, you know what? Like, why is he like uh, like a normal guy? Why is he like a superhero? You know what I mean? Like, if he does all these adventures and stuff, why why does it have to be some guy with a leather jacket and a fedora and a whip anyways? Like, why not be like Batman?
0: I mean, That is his costume. I, why know, not just wear would, that into class?
1: It would probably greatly improve his character if he were to wear a mask. It would add a little bit more mystery to him. That's what I'm saying. <laughs> I agree with you. if There's one thing I can say about this movie uh, is, you know... Enough with the Nazis. I mean, how many Nazis do there does, does there have to be in this fucking thing?
3: Everywhere. And the thing is, here too. That's true. Like the, the the entire Nazi goddamn gov- like army is involved in this, and the only fucking American that's trying to find the fucking Ark is this university professor. They're not sending anybody goddamn else yeah. onto this. Uh,
0: U.S. Can we not put some budget into this war, please? We'd like to win. <laughs> <laughs> like the Nazis
3: know all about this, you know what? What the fuck are we doing back in North America here? It's like the the best thing we're we'll doing is we got some fucking bartender and 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 a professor, you know, are the ones who are you know fighting the entire not, you know Nazi army and you know trying to find the the Ark of the Covenant, like. You don't think they would send in some reinforcements for the guy? Yeah,
1: exactly. uh, Mr. Professor Jones, do you need a little help? No, no, no. Sure, if they get control of this thing, they'll take over the entire planet. But, fuck, I got this. I got this. I'm good. I'm good.
3: Well, you let us know if you need any help, okay? We're just a phone call away. We're just a telegram away.
0: Apparently it doesn't matter because bullets can't hit this guy to save his life. He can do anything and nothing. Thousands of arrows, hundreds of bullets, snakes, anything. Doesn't matter. It's not going to touch him. He's oh, yeah. protected no, Nazis by the, hand don't,
1: of the guy. Nazis don't scare this guy, but snakes. Oh, Christ's snakes! watch out for the snakes.
3: I've got to tell you one thing. You know what scares me? This guy's BO must be awful. Can he ch- like he can't put on another goddamn outfit for once? I mean, uh, I mean, is he doing laundry in Cairo? Because we're like every fucking
0: time he's out, he's wearing these same fucking pants uh, and shirt. Everyone, Indy, uh, could, do, don't you own another? Did you pack? We told you to pack. Why didn't you pack?
1: That's right. And did <laughs> ever heard of something called a razor and shaving cream? <laughs> <laughs> But, yeah, there's uh, so much, so, so <laughs> yes. many awful things to say about this movie. Uh, I think we're just doing ourselves injustice by even trying to say any more awful things about it for crying they out They got
3: a dumb monkey in it, too.
1: Yeah, dumb monkey. Well, you know,
2: it, it, it's just, it was so bad, it's so obvious what the problem was,
1: right? So, yeah. so super, super bad. I say we move on to the next movie before we stick yeah. up the conversation even more. Well, let's see, Uh, this movie came out in 2001, and Jonathan Rosenbaum from the Chicago Reader says, It's full of scenic splendors with a fine sense of scale, but its narrative thrust seems relatively pro forma, and I was bored by the battle scenes. And Richard Roper, famous from At the Movies, says, It goes on forever. I'm talking about Lord of the Rings, The Fellowship of the Ring, or... Big pile of crap. Let me tell you, let me tell you, right, I hate this
3: movie. <laughs>
1: <laughs> Whose idea was to take a boring book and put it on the goddamn screen? There must be over 100 pages in that thing. You
3: know okay. what they say? You know what they say? Sorry, Andrew. Generally, it's a, you know, if you write a 90-page script, you're going to make a 90-minute movie. Generally, that's the rule of thumb. The You know, Tolkien's book... The Lord of the Rings, The Fellowship of the Rings, I think is probably a what a seven hundred page book if I like it's a big book, I think they filmed every goddamn page of this movie for this movie because I believe the movie is it's seven and a half hours. Am I right?
0: You might want to check that on the web <laughs> I think it is <laughs> I think it's it's about that long and could could they find more short gay people to play, <laughs> like Frodo and Mary and Pippin like Come on, guys. There's, like, you know what? The thing about this fucking movie that I hated, it's so plodding.
3: It's like, you know, there's too much goddamn Hobbits in it. We spend way too much time in that fucking shire. It's like... Let's get on with it, man. Let's get this, let's get to the fellowship. This fellowship of the ring takes them two hours to fucking assemble. You know, you don't, you don't meet the guys until an hour and a half into it. It's like, they, they're, they're in the, they're kicking it in the shire, doing firecrackers and dancing like a jolly
0: bunch of fucking idiots for like the first 45 minutes, I think. And I and I have to say, uh, you know, reading all my books, there's no way that a dwarf and an elf would ever become friends. It doesn't matter.
2: (laughs) (laughs) Hi, you know, that's I would I would totally agree. Like the there was like on the same level. There's so many different characters. Like you know, God sakes, how many different characters and how much different makeup and how long is this fucking movie? I'm just like, I just want to see whoever, whatever dwarfs or midgets, whoever it is, gonna defeat the bad guy and do it in a two-hour time frame. I don't need to see a whole mythical world brought to life in this crazy amount of detail. That, to me, is a little bit much.
3: I think they should have called this movie The Lord of the Rings, a busy month of meetings, because that's all <laughs> this fucking movie is. It's just a whole bunch of people m- meeting, and yeah. then they get they meet each other, at, and then towards the end, they finally go do something. Like they spend the first hour and a half just going. All right, the Gandalf meets Bilbo. Then they, he meets the young fucking Frodo, who then meets this guy, and then they walk and they meet this guy, and then they go to the fucking elf town and they meet these guys. And it's like, how? Like, how about something happens in this fucking movie?
2: Oh, I, I totally agree. I was like, at the end of the movie, I was like, finally, it's just getting started, and this movie's fucking over with now.
3: And talk about you want to talk about the end of the movie. This movie's pretty goddamn anticlimactic. I mean, they. I mean, even though I hated this goddamn movie, I'd say the the, mo- the only kind of good part would be that Mines of Moria. Well, Mister Jackson, that should have been your fucking conclusion. So what do you know? What the movie keeps going, so they have to fight a whole band of those urukai fucking guys, and then it, you know, and that's this little cheesy battle that they have at a riverbed, and that's the end of the movie? Like, you kind of blew your wad 45 minutes too early.
2: That's actually yes. a really good point for
3: <laughs> yeah,
2: you know, actually. Uh, that's, how that I, I think about it? Told you, man. This movie sucks. <laughs> this movie, now that I think about it, this movie was totally shit, actually. <laughs> no. why do they have to have all, like, swords and stuff? That's all gay, fairy-ass shit. Who wants to see a bunch of mythical... All that stuff. I don't know, the swords and the fairies and the you know, it was just but all things real. Is too, with,
0: with all the names you real. can't keep track of of like Saruman and Sauron and Faramir and Boromir and all these fucking guys. Could we have just regular names, please? <laughs> and what the thing is too is that the the big burning eye in the
3: tower thing that was a little cheese ball, no? It's like it's turning and looking at people. It even squinted, I think, and gave cut-eye a couple times
0: okay. during the it film. He was giving
3: the
1: merlocchio
0: to someone, I swear <laughs> to
1: God. God. Stick guy. This, is probably, Stink guy. this is probably one of the worst road trip movies I have ever seen in my entire no. life. Walking, there was hardly any beer. Walking, walking, walking. Not even like a wagon or anything to pull them along, for Christ's sakes. I mean, I tell you, Cannonball Run, this ain't.
3: Yeah, you That's know, you're right. totally
1: right. Why they,
3: they couldn't have brought some fucking horses or like a couple buggies or something? Like, the, you're right. Why the fuck? They know Middle Earth is pretty goddamn fucking big. Why are they walking this entire this entire trip?
1: And at the end of this eight hour movie, they don't even get to where they're going. For Christ's sakes!
3: Yeah, it's like they go, well, we kind of got there, but there's a lot more to go. A lot more well, walking. And then you- half of the guys go. Why don't we go
2: halfway back? All right. Sure. (laughs) That makes sense somehow. (laughs) The other thing, too, is that it was so complicated. Like, there's the one bad guy, and there's the other guy who's, like, bad, too, and he's working with him, and then there's a good guy, and then the seven of them, and then there's a – they got a bunch of elf guys, got them together, and, like – but then – the guy who started the bilbo guy he actually isn't one of the guys who goes on the long walk it was so complicated yeah
0: and and how terrible are these special effects i mean not believable at all like you know the the mines of moria the thing the the uh, goblins in there and it's not believable at all it just looked like men in stupid suits and I'm telling you, if you want to see, uh, you know, endless scenes of fucking Elijah
3: Wood in black and white looking like he's got constipation or going to have a fucking heart attack every time he puts that ring on, this
0: is the movie for you. Why do you I, keep putting it on? You I idiot? know.
3: He's ah, like the fucking slow motion scenes where he's looking like he's fucking got a turtle up his ass. Like, what? well, and, well,
2: and, well, what's what's the sad Elijah Wood face like? Oh, like th- that face was every fucking two minutes. Exactly. Oh, Elijah Wood always fucking- looks
1: like he's going to cry at any second. Yeah, yeah. You know, he could be the happiest day of his life, but he looks like he's about to break into tears because he stepped on a friggin' nail or something like that.
2: <laughs> this guy, I, I, I don't think, well, maybe, maybe, I, I don't see how any chicks would want to fuck this guy after this movie, but there's probably geeky, nerdy,
1: Lord of the Rings chicks who would fuck Some him. Some
0: people suppose. like hairy feet.
1: <laughs> well, let me tell you right now, I'm not going to sleep with him. yeah that's for sure lord of the rings what a big load of crap let's uh let's uh let's finish off this conversation with one more stinky ass piece of shit movie uh you might have heard of this movie before it's a sequel to another crap movie but we'll we'll talk about the sequel i'm talking about superman 2
3: let me tell you, I hate this movie.
1: Every time, it's
3: exactly the same thing.
0: Let me tell you, I hate it. Well, there is of- there is some some serious garbage in this, and it's you know they really play around with this with the powers of Superman like these, or we'll say like General Zod and his cronies, whoever those idiots were, like. I'm, did, when did Superman get the power to lift people in the air with his finger or pull the S off of his uniform and use it as a weapon? Well, yeah, like, what the fuck is, like, his S turns into a giant
3: piece of fruit roll-up that he can <laughs> throw at people? Like, what that's the fuck hurt. was that?
2: Well, and what about his ability to have a machine that makes him just be human?
3: What's the point of that machine? Why that's in that's... the world would, that, would Jor-El make that? That's the only thing I don't understand. Well... Are we going to add in the take away your powers and make you mortal just in case? Put that, yeah. Just put one of those pieces of crystal. I've and- got
0: to.
1: The boy was choose, darling. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but, but but what happens when Superman does, uh, Jarrell, What are you going to do when your son decides to get rid of his powers? What's he going to wear other than his original uniform? I'm thinking, nice white shirt black pants black shoes and his hair combed a little bit differently (laughs) i know it's like i guess that was programmed
3: in it in the machine once the powers are gone then we'll put you into a casual wear with chinos it's like what (laughs) would they had those clothes on krypton like what the fuck
1: that's right like all of a sudden he's like ready to you know get rid of all his powers and go disco dancing afterwards and, and, oh, and, like, and like,
2: like the, the planet is exploding and Terrell's like, damn it, I've got to finish this programming. I've got to figure out what Clark is going to wear on Earth if he ever gives up his powers. This is important <laughs> shit.
3: Like, you're, you're right, man. Like, the, they, play, they fucked with the Superman mythos. If you're a true fan of DC comic Superman, you can't find anything to like in this goddamn movie. I mean, there's, you know,
1: there's no way Superman's going to give up his job for a piece of ass. I'll tell you that right now. Except for, especially that fucking
3: cigarette-smoking Lois Lane. I mean, what the fuck is up with this bird? Yeah, you're Superman. Can't
0: you find someone attractive to like?
1: Yeah, Who wants to hear this in the morning? Oh, uh, want to make you some breakfast <coughs> <laughs> Well, part of that is the
2: casting. I mean, Marco Kidder, come on, talk about fault of the movie. This chick didn't do a good Lo- Lois Lane at all, right? I mean... She she hardly got the character at all. I, mean, I don't think that uh
1: she was very good.
0: I think she read the wrong comic book going into this.
1: <laughs> but what was up with the Daily Planet anyway? I mean, they're basically sending their two star reporters all the way to Canada to do an exposé on honeymoon scams? I mean, it must have been a slow news month for the <laughs> Daily Fucking Planet. <laughs> <laughs> Jesus. Okay,
0: well, uh, not even getting into you got to get into these villains like First off, they're, they're suffering from the Matrix bad guy outfit syndrome. Yes. The one-piece leather outfit with the boots. We have to look like a team. <laughs> We're all going to wear the same thing. And, of course, there has to be a woman and a giant guy who can't well, even speak.
2: Part of their uniforms, though, is because they just came from the Phantom Zone, and there's not
1: a whole lot of options there.
3: Oh, is that, so those are like the equivalent of the orange one-piece jumpsuits that's that you get exactly, in prison. For, that's exactly prison what I
1: was streets. thinking, yeah. That's yeah, the freaking prison uniforms. Exactly. Yeah, Andrew,
3: so here's a question why in the if general zod is the greatest fucking criminal mastermind on uh, krypton why the hell is he hanging out with non who is clearly the Corky of krypton i mean this guy <laughs> is the mentally retarded krypton kryptonian he's like so retard
2: that's right especially because on krypton they got no powers he's just some loser retard guy right yeah, like, why the
3: fuck are you hanging out? What good is this guy? I mean, you can call him the muscle, but I mean, he's as dumb as a fucking post. Yeah, and boy. don't they you know, like, all don't,
0: have the muscle? Like <laughs>
3: when they're on <laughs> well, Earth, no, 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 but, uh, they're, yeah, yeah, all that here strong.
2: though. Yeah, well, so on Krypton, they're, So on Krypton, he's. So you got to think of where, what they're like at home. On Krypton, he's you know brilliant, you know uh, evil genius. Maybe uh, Buddy is related to the chick. Maybe that's
0: her uh, stepbrother or something.
3: Yeah, maybe. Yeah, I'm thinking it must be. I'm sorry,
0: I... Todd. We can go out tonight, but we have to bring my brother. we got to bring my brother. And, you know,
3: we... for being a bunch of badasses, like... They're not, they're, they're a bit gingerly, eh, with what they do. It's like, you know, they should be coming in and tearing shit apart. What do they do to the fucking, uh, the, the head of the Daily Planet? They pick him up so slow and put his head through fucking styrofoam in the wall in
1: the and that's ceiling. The
0: en- and that's the end of him. He passes out. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah.
1: <laughs> I mean, when it comes down to it, I mean, essentially, it's three Superman against one Superman. I mean, you're telling me these hardened criminals are like guilty of murder yeah. on their home planet can't kick the shit out of superman they can't shoot their friggin heat vision at the same time they can't freeze them at the same time they can't fly at him at the same time and punch him in the face
0: well and this this one suffers from the all-time bad thing that like godzilla had where there's a fight going on in downtown metropolis and some guys getting ice cream you know, some other guy's yeah. talking on the phone and won't get off of the
1: phone. And then there's a guy on roller skates, you know, who just yeah. happens to oh, try to go oh. forward. So, you know, I'm trying to skate forward. I don't want to be blown away from these villains. I must, I must get closer to them.
2: <laughs> I must go through. I must deliver my pizza to the other side of the fighting area. You know, the other thing, too, is just to go back to the villains, though, is because I, I, I don't like Gene Hackman as Lex Luthor at all. Uh, I don't think he was evil enough and even i'll tell you you know this whole the whole image of superman uh in in the 70s i don't think was very good it's really kind of a wimpy version pussy version of superman there was no real edge to it and these these three villains are are obvious you know evidence of that either These, these three villains weren't that sinister either i found
3: and why did they need lex luthor Realistically, like, what what did they need to keep him around for? I mean, like, uh, this guy's clearly a bumbling oaf the way that Hackman played him. What did the Kryptonian criminals really need? They, they fucking had the president of the U.S. fucking, like, surrender inside of 10 seconds, but they're keeping this fucking dope around because he can get him Lois Lane or something. It's like, yeah, you know what, I'd heat vision his face pretty quick and move on. Like,
1: yeah, no kidding. Like, Zod, basically, like, you know, friggin' Luthor shows him the friggin' Fortress of Solitude, and then Zod should like, hey, thanks a lot, and friggin' burned his face off. Kills him. Yeah, yeah, like, yeah,
3: don't you have enough lackeys already? Like you've got these, you got this girl who I'm not sure if it's your sister or your wife, and then you got fucking retardo to the right. Why do you need this little human fucking kid? Like I, I would toss him aside. Like I mean, how, how, how egocentric is this Zod guy?
1: But the one thing that did bother me the most about this movie was that, of course, when eventually Superman. Gets his powers back. Didn't see that coming, blah blah blah. But then Superman they make Superman look so spiteful and mean, he has to basically go back to that truck stop, dress up like Clark Kent, and then just beat the living shit out of that guy who beat him up in the first place. Would Superman really do that? I don't fucking think so.
3: And no one in the in that fucking diner does anything. You know what I mean? Like no one in the diner goes, "Hey, dude, you guys want to take it the fuck outside?" It's like this is a pretty common, pl- uh, common fucking thing to happen in the goddamn diner.
1: No kidding. I mean, they make Superman so devious. Obviously, he's planning this, right? He's flying up to whatever this friggin' Alaskan friggin' truck stop is. Change. I'm assuming he's flying. He's not gonna walk up there again like he did last time, and uh, change into his <laughs> change into Clark Kent and go in there and get into character, so to speak, and then fuck with this guy. What yeah, he
3: actually know? had that on a pad of paper to-do list. <laughs> Fuck with Hillbilly in Diner. Well,
2: that's next on the list. Actually, you know, you know get th- th- this is the only part of the movie I liked, and because um, it, it reminds me of what I liked, what they also did with the most recent version of Superman, is they made him a pervert, too. So I kind of like how they've done these kind of weird, dark sides with, with Superman. I think it really suits the character.
0: <laughs> <laughs> I'm surprised no one said anything about that crappy fight, too. Like, that was a waste of time.
2: Oh, uh, I know. Buses. But when he actually comes back, when he actually comes back and you know, has powers,
1: yeah, it's not really good, is Would it? Would you like to step outside, please? Friggin' cliché line, thank you very much. Jesus Christ. Anyway. Hey, well, who are you, Superman? Like, what, you got to be so white bread? Blah, blah, blah. Anyway, uh, well, thank you, fellas, for uh, putting up with this inane conversation about such lackluster fucking films for the past hour. I mean, I'm, I'm just glad it's all over now. And we can move on... To our Atomic Picks. And uh, let's hear from Mr. Downs on his Atomic Picks this week.
2: Okay, I'm trying to think of what they are now. Um, my first one is for another, uh, or for a, uh, a website. Um, and that is for, uh, the website is lifehacker.com. So as I mentioned off the top, um, you know, I do these things like take a fridge apart, so turn them into keg fridges, or take my car apart and put a computer in it. <laughs> and so the term for that in, in some, uh, circles is called life hacking. And although this term life hacking is now being used for something else. It's a, a big deal, I guess. But um, so this website—it's part of the Gizmodo uh, chain of websites. So uh, it's really cool to go to. Uh, check it out. Uh, it's you know Lifehacker.com. They have all kinds of—it's a blog. They have all kinds of little links to. Cool shit to pimp out other shit, and that that is really cool for me. I, I went um, – I, I saw this website like a long time ago, and I kind of forgot about it, and I stumbled across it again the other day, and I spent uh, an hour or two just clicking through all the old links and seeing all the different projects you can do on a rainy day or whatever, do-it-yourself stuff. Um, I love that shit. Okay, and for my second one actually is a bit of a uh, a return to the Atomic uh, Picks section of the podcast uh, of a of a show, and that's called Dollhouse. Um I kind of uh, fell, uh, Dollhouse kind of fell off my radar recently. I've been watching a lot of stuff that isn't on TV these days. I watch a lot of downloaded stuff or, or old TV shows. And uh, since it's coming up to the end, I've kind of found myself watching it just to, to get up to speed. It's going to end at January 29th. And uh, holy fuck has this show gotten really good uh, near the end. Um, season two, I was at about, uh, I watched up to the fifth episode and kind of dropped it. And I went back and now I'm, I'm plowing through up until the end. And I just can't get over how good of a show this is. Uh, If it was still on and not canceled yet, these shows would have saved it if people were watching it. Uh, Alan Tudyuk, I think is how you say his name, the guy who was in Firefly. Uh, He's in all kinds of different shit. Um, He's fucking hilarious uh he plays alpha the really bad guy in this uh the the villain and he is fucking awesome uh i actually tweeted about this today or yesterday when i was watching uh, uh one of the episodes where he was predominantly in and uh, i just so i just wanted to say if you were out there if you had kind of dropped all house off your list you might want to pick it up and kind of ride it out to the end because uh you know that happens sometimes and it definitely feels like it's going to end on a really good note uh so definitely check that out downs
1: out that's Sorry? A, that's a, that's a good atomic pick, and I want to actually—I wouldn't mind just talking about that just for a short little bit. That's what I keep hearing is that these final episodes are so fucking awesome. Blah, blah blah. They're great if people knew this, the series would be saved. Wouldn't the network have seen these and have somebody on staff saying, "Hey, this is actually pretty fucking good. So good that it may actually get people to come back and watch it again next season." Am I wrong? Is that stupid? Or, well, I
2: mean, it—you know—it depends how. There's all kinds of—you know. Uh, baggage behind tv shows and whether they're going to last or not um the reality is that the show was canceled probably long before the final at least the very final ones would have Mm -hmm. been shot um the decision would have been made probably around the fifth or sixth episode i think is when that would have happened uh if i remember correctly so um you know the reality is is i I don't think a lot of tv uh networks have a lot of uh faith in joss whedon and and in fact he doesn't allow to do this anyways so I don't know, it's probably a discussion for another day, but, uh, you know, Firefly it was a great show that got canceled. So, you know, a lot of good shows uh, at Rest of Development are, 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 you know, are on that get canceled. So it doesn't necessarily mean because something's good it's going to stay around, that's for sure. No, that's true. Any other comments, I guess, Dejo? Bloom? No. <laughs>
1: <laughs> All right, well, Dejo, let's hear your atomic picks.
3: Well, uh, I got a couple. The uh, the first is a 2010 resolution update. I have completed Buffy the Vampire Slayer season 1 and here are my thoughts. A whole bunch of this season is pretty cheesily bad, I have to tell you. Uh, but you know what? Fear not, uh, Buffy fans. I kind of expected that, given that this is, you know, we're watching something from 1996. Uh, this was before the show was even probably not sure uh, if they were going to last. And it was also before they'd actually established the characters and mythology of the program. Like any show, some take a little while to get going. But it was just actually kind of fun to watch some of these episodes because they were Kind of cheesy, but that said, uh, the any episode that featured Angel was pretty good in these early ones, and the season finale rocked uh, of season one, and it felt like what I thought Buffy the Vampire Slayer was going to be, like what everyone who talked about it so much. This is when I finally went, ah, okay, I think I get it. So, uh, Buffy season one, uh, not bad, but I see where it's going and I see the promise coming. So I'll give it a B minus, but, uh, I like where it's going and I'm excited to get into season two. Uh, Okay.
2: Can we, can we just jump in there just to, just to, um,